Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jace and Dedeker, how are we doing on this very uh, stormy evening? Yeah, you got thunderstorms going on where you are. I'm only a few miles yeah. away, and we don't have thunderstorms up here, just a little you're rain. You're like 12 miles away, okay? I'm in Santa Monica, and you're in the valley, so... It's very <laughs> specific. Yeah. yeah. We've got a whole, like, you know... Mountain peninsula, no. hill, a no, hill range peninsula. between us. Do you call yeah. it a hill range when it's not quite? Yeah, mountains? it's it's hill hilly. Yeah, it's okay. Hilly. I, I think that the thunder is very thematically appropriate for reading the Bible. Yeah, literally you know, any kind of part like, of the Bible, at least the Old Testament. Like, yeah, the Old Testament Edgar Allan Poe. That's what they oh. hold in common is like really enhanced by a backtrack of thunder and thunder. lightning and yeah. rain. Yeah, Sweet. really helps the moodiness. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, we cracked into Leviticus last oh. time. Emily, do you remember what that cracking was like? <laughs> yeah, what, you know. What happened? It wasn't my favorite, I'm not going to lie, because there was a lot of death of animals. And mm. that is never my favorite. Never, never. Um, and it was, I think, it was another like Groundhog Day scenario where... I, I was like, I've read this. I've read this again. It it was also just like similar, but different. It was a lot of same, same, but different because we had like, you know, a pig and a sheep and a like ox or I don't, I don't know. I'm, don't I'm mixing up my animals. Pigs. I don't think pigs right. are kosher. A, a like literally goat, kosher. a goat. There was a goat. Goats, there were goats, goats and pigeons and stuff. Yes, that was involved. Oh, yeah, and a <laughs> I don't think a pigeon. Pigeons were not mentioned. We, yes, they were. Yeah, yes. They were. Yes, they what? were. One hundred percent were. I thought yes, it was a different kind of bird because we talked about no. The option no. was either like a turtle dove or a young pigeon. Oh yeah, young turtle do- or the twelve <laughs> turtle dove. I don't know, but yeah, and a pigeon. <laughs> In a pear tree, tree, and that's why, yes, that's why we Uh made this reference. God, it was the partridge that didn't exist. That's the one we made up. I knew we made up a bird that that was not in the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) We created a bird into existence in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, we'll see if it continues on that path today. Well, so, so do you remember, though, it wasn't just about, like, how to sacrifice different animals. It was about sacrifices for different things, right? Yes. Yeah. If a priest did something wrong, if like an entire band of people did something wrong, like the right. village, if I don't know, there was that's a peace all offering. that comes to mind. A peace offering was another. Yeah, there was one a we peace had. offering, and then there was like yeah. the if a, a like a a commoner, like if a king did something wrong, oh, and then there yeah. was also like if a common person did something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it seemed like exactly. the common yeah. person's sacrifice was like a way bigger deal than the king's one. I know, um, which is weird. But yeah, that, that would be the case. But whatever. So, yeah, what are we uh, drinking as we continue trucking along in this bad boy? Well, I'm just having a nice, simple little whiskey soda. But it is a very nice. Oh. It's Nika whiskey, which is a Japanese whiskey. Um, mm. They're uh, from the barrel line, as it were. Um, <laughs> which the story of this whiskey is, it mysteriously showed up at. Uh, Alex's place here in Singapore and nobody knew oh. where it came from for months well, until finally some friends like fessed up that they sent it as a birthday present even though he doesn't drink whiskey so it's my whiskey now oh nice. wow the conclusion yeah nice. that is, cool. is my my nice surprise whiskey oh. there you go yeah that's lovely wow I like that very much well I'm having um a beautiful Tempranillo I've, I'm pretty sure I've had it on the show before but I'm going to start Invisalign in a few weeks, like in a, maybe a week, maybe next time I'll have it on. But I I have to keep them in for 22 hours a day. And so probably I'm going to have to start drinking totally clear liquids whenever I go on the show. 
because I don't want to stain my teeth and I don't want to stain my aligners. And so I can't have mm. red wine. So I'm getting it in while I can, guys, because for seven wow. months, nah. It's going to be all vodka. Yeah, I was just going to say. Ew. Straight <laughs> vodka. <laughs> no, um, I'm definitely uh, no, going Emily, if you drink your wine, wine. If you drink your wine through a straw, it'll be okay. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to chance. I'll definitely, maybe white wine, but I don't know if I want to chance it with this. Because like it gets into the aligners and like it's, it's all in there. It's yeah, true. Yeah. That. Yeah. Maybe white wine though. I'll switch to that. Yeah. Less tannins. Anyways, uh, Jason. Well, what are you I am drinking? drinking a clear drink that you would be able to drink while you're doing that, mm. which is a mm-hmm. um, a little martini, a little dirty martini that I've made for myself yeah. here. Mm. And Nom. I'm also having another one of these Jello shots, like I was having. Last is it the same week. one? No, They're different. Still one. around. This one is um, basically like a chocolate raspberry sorbet, almost. It's technically a jello shot, but because of the ingredients that are in it, like it's got a little bit of um, like a whole milk kind of cream in it. And it has um, both raspberry and like creme de cacao and some some other chocolatey thing in it. It, like ha- it didn't quite set like jello, so it feels more like a sorbet. I was going to say, no, you're eating it, and it looks like you're just eating a straight-up snack pack. Like, you're eating an adult snack pack. That would be like, I would love to bring you're these like in a, my lunch. You're a lunchable boy. Uh-huh. I should start putting these in my lunch when I go to work. That's oh such God. a good no idea. No one will ever know. No one will like, know. I'm just They'll having just a little like, fruit cup, a little Jello cup. No one well, will ever know. Maybe that'll be the new hipster millennial product, is like these adult snack packs yeah. that are mildly alcoholic. Well, Dedeker Mm -hmm. and I had juice boxes that had sake in them when we were in Japan. So this is just could be the American version of it, right? It's like the Jello shot snack pack, you know, styled in the million million dollar idea. Why are we still podcasting? (laughs) Yeah, seriously, (laughs) that's a great question. But alas, here we are, and uh, we're excited to continue. What are we reading today? All right, so today. We are reading Leviticus chapters 5, 6, and 7. And we would like to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. And you can drink along with us or have your snack pack along with us. Or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But don't snack, don't drink, and don't drive at the same time. And with that, we are on to Leviticus 5. If anyone sins in that he hears the voice of adjuration, adjuration, is that it? Adjuration. Uh, what does wanna, that mean? Yeah, I looked adjuration. it up. It either, either a solemn oath or an earnest urging or advising. Okay. okay. All right. He being a witness, whether he has seen or known, if he doesn't report it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Ooh, so that's kind of like silence is complicity. I believe. But God will know if you're complicit. Yeah, like if you don't, if you bear witness to something, but you don't report it, then it's also on your head. Okay. Is this kind of the thing, the thing when people are like, well, God knows, like God Mm. knows if you're doing X, Y, or Z thing that's bad. It's definitely related. Yeah, I feel like people have said that. Maybe. Okay. Or if anyone touches any unclean thing, whether it is the carcass of an unclean animal or the carcass of unclean cattle, Which or the carcass of an unclean yes, unclean cattle or animal. I guess they are different <laughs> things. I don't know, like one's like a fox and one's like a cow, or the carcass of an unclean creeping things. Oh, little creeping oh. like things. Uh, like. Like little the like carcass uh, of a snake or the carcass of like a lizard maybe or, or like or a, a centipede a little rodent Ew. 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 sorry yeah. a little little bit an unclean creeping thing and it is hidden from him and he is unclean then he shall be guilty wait this and is it is really hidden intense. from him like okay if he touches it and he doesn't realize that he's touched it he's still unclean uh, or, I guess yeah whoa I'm sorry guys it is. It is going crazy up in here. I hear I do it. Hear it? Hear that. Do you hear it? I hear it. Yeah, man. I man, believe see, God is freaking out right now. <laughs> Just freaking out. Okay. God is upset right. over the of all these unclean moment. things that we're talking yes. about right now. Yeah. I, no, I guess, exactly. Like, 
the idea. I think yeah, the, the next it's... verse will clarify, perhaps. Okay. 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 Or if he touches the uncleanliness of man, whatever uh, did, his un- wait, uncleanness. Yeah, mine it says looks like uncleanness. Yeah. Is that a, is that a word? It is now. It is now. Okay. God, God says it is. Or if he touches the uncleanness of man, whatever his uncleanness is, with which he is unclean, and it is hidden from him, which he knows of it, then he shall be guilty. Dedeker, could, that didn't give me any information. Yeah, I don't know we, why you thought. Just, just, for, <laughs> just for the sake of it. Can we look up some other translations and see if there's yes, anything? Yes, thank you. Which, which gonna, of these gonna, verses do you think would be most helpful for that? Uh, how about verse, verse one, number two? Two? Okay. Oh, yeah, let's two? start with verse number two. Two and three, yeah. Because I really um, want to know what the message says about creeping things. <laughs> Creepy crawly. Okay. All right. Well, let's start with the message today. Uh, let's okay. see. Here we go. L-M-N. I know how to spell the alphabet. <laughs> um, okay. Or if you touch... <laughs> are you really... Are you trembling in your boots right now, Emily? No, I just... I, I, the cats aren't freaking out, which I appreciate. And it's fine. I've lived through many a monsoon in Tucson, but Jesus. <laughs> Emily, he's exactly. not... Jesus. He's not in the book yet. Let's not... You're right. Okay. Can't talk All about right. him yet. My apologies. <laughs> Continue. Or... Uh, so this is the Message Bible. Or if you touch anything ritually unclean, like the cork... <laughs> Like the carcass of an unclean animal, wild or domestic, or a dead reptile, if you weren't oh. if you weren't aware of it at the time, but you're contaminated and you're guilty. What? So that doesn't make any sense. That's guilty some grammar. of what? Of being like, oh crap! I I touched. It's just this like trying to clarify lizard. that it's like even if you weren't aware. At the time that you touched it, you still count as unclean? Let's try the Good News Translation. Good News Translation says, If you unintentionally touch anything ritually unclean, such as a dead animal, you are unclean and guilty as soon as you realize what you have done. I see. I think that that clarifies it. Okay. But what if you never realize it? Are you still guilty then? No. How are are they going to clarify? How are you going to enforce it? I mean, I don't know. God all of a sudden... See, <laughs> God is flipping the shit out right now. <laughs> He's like, tonight's the night I put my foot down. I'm tired exactly. of this tomfoolery. I am not all about these hooligans reading my story to the masses and laughing about it. No, no, oh, they are guilty, guilty, guilty. Yeah, well, that was fun. Um, just so everyone is aware. Uh, we had a raging thunderstorm. If you couldn't already tell last night, that was really intense. Um, and my power went out. It just was a power surge. I screamed. The entire thing went out. The cats were freaking out. I was screaming for my partner. And uh, now we're back. And the on next our day. side, Emily just disappeared from the yeah. call in the middle of the podcast. And <laughs> yep. it was a little bit upsetting and worrying because we were joking about God being tired of our shenanigans. And apparently he was. We did have someone because I wrote on my Facebook today. I was like, "Well, that's not very cool." A thunderstorm that you like caused the entire you know block to have a power outage in the middle of me podcasting. And someone was like, "Ooh, it's a sign if you're doing drunk Bible study." And I'm like, (sighs) "No, sir. We are telling this story. We are telling this Bible story, whether you like it or not, and whether God likes it or not. We're doing it." Nothing can stop so, us. Not even the Lord. Yes, not even the Lord. Exactly. So I am excited to get back into Leviticus. I guess. Well, yeah, we're yes. here. It's a new day. Um, it's, were we on Leviticus? We're on Leviticus chapter uh, verse five. Verse, I don't. Verse I don't four. know if y'all noticed Leviticus this. Leviticus five but, verse four. Okay, yeah. verse four. I don't know if y'all noticed this, but I had to really quickly improvise a drink, and so I just dunked some whiskey straight into my morning tea. So That's awesome. I could have That's that. great. It Almost still t- in hot toddy. Surprisingly good. But it's like a hot toddy, but it has milk instead of lemon in it. Huh. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's almost like a tiny bit good. white Russian-y. I don't know. I'm really uh, digging it, though. Yeah, it's like a hot toddy meets a white Russian. I like that a lot. That's good. But with whiskey instead of vodka. So it's a hot white Russian. A hot white cowboy. A hot white... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, wouldn't that be the equivalent of that? I'm still having my Tempranillo and Jace's... Looks like he's having a beer. Yeah, I'm having a beer now. I've switched from my from my uh, martini from last your night adult, to a beer. Your adult snack pack. 
yeah. in your adult snack bag. I did eat a Jello shot earlier today, so we're okay. The continuity is still there. How many and do all, you have? We're they f- made so many for that party. It was ridiculous. Yeah, we made a lot. Um, starting to get so, a little so bit many. low, but they're just so good. Just so tasty. Mm-hmm. There anyway. you go. Adults. All right. So, and with that, we are back to Leviticus 5, verse 4. All right. All right, God, do your worst. <laughs> or... If anyone swears rashly with his lips to do evil or to do good, whatever it is that a man might utter rashly with an oath, and it is hidden from him when he knows of it, then he shall be guilty of one of these. All right, straight out the gate, Jace, you got to look up another translation. Yeah, I know, right? You know what? <laughs> not even an ounce of it. It's not even swearing rashly just to do evil. It's also if you swear rashly to do good. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's really odd. Yeah, Very that's odd. really throwing me for a loop. Um, okay, let's see. So the Good News translation says, if you make a careless vow, no matter what it is about, you are guilty as soon as you realize what you have done. Uh, let's okay. see the message. Or if you impulsively swear to do something, whether good or bad, some rash oath that just pops out, and you aren't aware of what you've done at the time. <laughs> just but like the like the golden calf yes, just popped out. Pops out yeah. like a calf. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh. And you aren't aware of what you've done at the time, but later you come to realize it and you're guilty in any of these cases. I'm just so confused. So even if it's to that do didn't good, make much more sense. If you're like, oh yeah, I'll totally wash your clothes for you just give it all to me like i'll take care of it and then you don't do it and then it's like you're being held responsible for being a flake is this just about flakiness is it about flakiness but there's nothing in here about so not everyone doing in it. los angeles well but it's but i guess is that implied that it, i guess that it impulsively comes out yeah or i thought honestly i thought that this is the thing that was interpreted as being about swearing in general like yeah but i don't think it is I don't think it is either, but I could totally see my Christian parents using that yeah. as a justification. Absolutely, oh, I think I've I think I I've see. either read this or something similar to it in that way as a kid <gasps> or when I was younger. Well, but I yeah. would be just so I would get so many bad things happening to me from God because of how much I swore yeah. as a child yeah. and and now. Yeah, Whoops. so this isn't like, yeah, this isn't like swearing like a curse word, but this is swearing like, and oh. I swear by the moon and the stars in the sky. Wait, if I were the the hot boy band Boys to Men? 98 Degrees, I think. Wow, wow. Wait, really? <laughs> someone someone figure that out. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Are you right? I don't know. I don't we'll know. figure it out sometime. Uh, oh, it's all for one. All oh wow! Four, one, yeah. Oh wow! Okay. They were the ones. They yeah, were kind of. That was a, their one hit. Yeah, they were a one-hit wonder boy band. All right. Okay. I guess we should continue. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> it shall be when he is guilty of one of these, he shall confess that in which he has sinned, and he shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh for his sin which he has sinned. <laughs> a female from the flock, a lamb or a goat. For a sin offering. Okay, the, I, I think yes. he's clarifying that it's like for all of the above sins, which yeah. was, let's lay them out. Um, touching an unclean thing, such as an animal or a creeping thing. Hearing a voice touching, of adjuration, being witnessed but not reporting it. Yes, oh, yeah. exactly. Okay, that one. Or touching the uncleanness of a man. Mm-hmm. Or letting stuff, letting swears just pop off your mouth impulsively. Yeah. <laughs> so it's those four things, uh-huh. and this is the, the price to be paid. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, and the priest priest shall make an make atonement for him concerning his sin. If he can't afford a lamb, then he shall bring his trespass offering for that in which he has sinned: two turtle doves <laughs> or two young pigeons to in Yahweh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the priest, who shall first offer the one which is for the sin offering, and wring off its head from its neck, but shall not sever it completely. Oh, so just break its neck, but don't rip its head off. But don't rip it off. Don't do it. That's okay. Okay. Because that would be dark. Yeah, okay, it's not dark enough. It's not dark, yeah. (laughs) Jeez. 
He shall sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, and the rest of the blood shall be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering. Got it. (laughs) He shall offer the second for a burnt offering according to the ordinance, and the priest shall make atonement for him concerning a sin which he has sinned, and he shall be forgiven. Okay, so you can bring some birds. If you can't afford the lamb or a goat. Yes. Then, then get some turtle doves. Bring two, two turtle, turtle doves, doves or two young pigeons. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then one of them's going to be kind of mangled and the other one's just going to be burnt. Right. Okay. Great. Gosh, and then sorry. we forget everything. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry I popped off at the mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fine. Don't worry. We're going to kill these pigeons. It's very, <laughs> very unfortunate for them. They didn't do anything. They are helpless, sad creatures. Yeah. And yet we're going to do this for you. Okay. Well, if if the alternative is like we kill you instead, then yeah. Well, maybe we'll get to that. Turtle dove's pretty worth it. Maybe we get to that case later on. Okay. Well, look at this. Okay, but if he can't afford two turtle doves or two young pigeons, then he shall bring his offering for that in which he has sinned. The tenth part of an f f f f f f f f f f f For a sin offering, he shall put no oil on it, neither shall he put any frankincense on it, for it is a sin offering. And obviously you would not put those on a sin (laughs) offering. Come on. Obviously. Okay. Uh, He shall bring it to the priest and the priest shall take his handful of it as the memorial portion and burn it on the altar on the offerings of Yahweh made by fire. It is a sin offering. So we're going to use that to, to... We're going to use that to dredge the rest of the animals that we've been offered and kind of make a nice little, like, fried chicken or fried pigeon kind of situation Uh, that's also been coated, you know? Yeah, a little batter, yeah. Well, a little bit of, like, pigeon and waffles. That'd be great. Okay. (laughs) Pigeon and waffles. That hit hit chain. Uh Uh-huh. In the Israelite camp. Uh Uh-huh. Pigeon and waffles. Oh, wow. It's going to be like, what? What's an Israelite name? I... I don't know. Uh, Aaron? Like Japheth's, Japheth's, pigeon, Japheth's Pigeon and Waffles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there you yeah. go. There yeah. you go. Okay. Brilliant. It sounds delicious. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is a hit. You should make this happen. No. Okay. I'm, I'm kidding. Done. It's my next project. Oh, okay. Um, wait. Where, where am I? Oh, 13. The priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin that he has sinned in any of these things and he will be forgiven. And the rest shall be the priests as the meal offering. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, basically exactly what you said. Yeah. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, if anyone commits a trespass and sins unwittingly in the holy things of Yahweh. Okay. Hang on. Pause, 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 pause. uh Okay. Okay. When he's talking about the holy things of Yahweh, you think like the stuff that's in the tabernacle, like. I wondered if it it meant like like it goes in there. Showbread. Well, uh, I was I was thinking like if Aaron sins in his holy things that Yahweh uh, commanded he wear. Oh, he's like wearing his holy things. Aaron pops up while while he's he's in in uniform, and he's like, (laughs) "Crap, I gotta kill a pigeon." Well, Uh, no. So looking up other translations here, we've uh got when a person betrays his trust and unknowingly sins by straying against any of the holy things of God. That, but that does it not doesn't clarify. make any sense. No, what's the? Where's the? Um, what's the other one I like? Good give news. Me, give us some, the, the, if oh. you uh, if you sin, wow, this is very different. If you sin unintentionally by failing to hand over the payments that are sacred to the Lord, you oh. shall bring as Whoa. your repayment offering blah blah blah, which we're about to read. So if you're skipping out on tithing or something like that. Maybe or yeah, just or not giving the proper offerings when you're supposed to. Is this sort of the fallback for if you failed to do those other things, then you still have to <laughs> sacrifice something to make Maybe. up for it? So this is kind of like the next level of if you mess up the first sacrifice. Okay, then... here's here's another very different translation from the New International okay. Reader's version. Suppose a person sins by breaking the law, and he does it without meaning to. He sins against me or my priests by refusing to give them one of the holy things that are set apart for them. Then he must blah, blah, blah. So it seems like maybe it's... This almost implies there may be two different things. There's like, either you're just like, 
doing a trespass, which means not doing something right, or refusing to like <laughs> give the right holy things, which maybe include like the gold and the gems and the stuff they need for making maybe. more priest clothes, or I don't know. Maybe it's confusing. I don't know. Maybe like if you're if you're resistant to playing along with the priest's long running grift of having all their meals provided for by all the other people, and you're like, screw this, I'm not gonna pay the priest to get fatter. I'm just gonna (laughs) sacrifice to God. That then they're not gonna be very happy, and you have to sacrifice even more. I did learn something since last week. Where um, oh yeah, the Aaron's family, who are the priests. Uh, were not allowed to own land, um, so huh. so they. Didn't, I wonder why they didn't have their own flocks and stuff. So that my question. So that's why from they were week, dependent. Yeah, they were, they were kind dependent of, oh, yeah. on the rest dependent. of the community. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Well, they were doing so much. I guess you know the rest of the community had to had to bring forth their flocks for them. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Speaking of these things, so okay, if anyone commits a trespass and sins a, sins unwittingly, wow, that's hard to say, in the holy things of Yahweh, then he shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh, a ram without blemish from the flock, according to your estimation, in silver by shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary for a trespass offering. So is it he's bringing the ram and the shekels or just the shekels in an equivalent amount that equals a ram. But after the shekel that you, as well as paying a shekel to the sanctuary. Oh, and to keep the sanctuary going and, and pay all the people that are, you know, keeping the sanctuary nice and who are ushering the sanctuary. Yeah. That is a little confusing. I guess I read it. I guess I read it that the value of that animal had to be worth X amount in shekels. Hmm. Oh, I see. So it's more like a minimum benchmark of how nice this ram has to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it has to be like a top quality, rich person ram. Well, it depends. I think it, right? Because it's, um, it just, it has to be like, you have to judge how valuable this ram has to be. And it has to meet, like it has to match that. I'm sorry. You're that's falling like, apart. You're falling I know, apart. I know. <laughs> I'm all right, all right. You. We're, we're we're close. We're we're close okay, to being done right. here. Okay. okay. So he shall make restitution for that which he has done amiss in the holy thing, and he shall add a fifth part to it and give it to the priest, and the priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the trespass offering, and he will be forgiven. This is like a math word problem. <laughs> It's a just lot like, of these things are like yeah, word problems. Totally. I I don't know. I I think I should just keep going. Okay. Yes. If anyone sins and does any of the things which Yahweh has commanded not to be done, though he didn't know it, yet he is guilty and shall bear his iniquity. He shall bring a ram without blemish from the flock, according to your estimation. Your like who? The, I'm assuming the, the priests, the judge, the priests. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's talking to Moses. So oh, that's this, true. Yeah. Yeah. So his maybe according to your estimation for a trespass offering to the priest and the priest shall make atonement for him concerning the thing in which he in which he sinned and didn't know it and he will be forgiven. That just makes no sense to me because if he didn't know that he sinned, how is he going to know to do any of these things? Well, I think this is all based around once he finds out, then he's like, yes. oh, shoot. Okay. I think this is where we establish what holds up in law today, which is the idea of like not knowing that there was a law or not knowing that you broke the law is not a justifiable defense uh-huh. to not be punished for breaking the law. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. And that still okay. holds up today. I mean, like what laws do people not know that they're I don't breaking? Know, like traffic laws. I think there's a lot of traffic laws where it's like oh, I didn't realize I couldn't make a U-turn here. Or, oh, I didn't realize that the parking laws in this town were different. Like, I had no idea. And mm. it's, it's quite reasonable, you know, because it's like laws change county to county and, and yeah. state to state yeah, and stuff state like that. State, and sure. So it's quite reasonable for you to go somewhere new and not know what the local traffic laws are. But mm-hmm. if you break one, even if you didn't know it, like mm-hmm. just still get the, a ticket. The, yeah. you still get a ticket. The I didn't know defense doesn't hold up, I think, un- unless you run into a very sympathetic cop. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah which there are sense. just so many of those these days. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and now it becomes d- drunk. Uh, no, we don't. Traffic. We don't need to go into drunk political talk. commentary. Yeah. No. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It is a trespass offering. He is certainly guilty before Yahweh, of course, Great. because yeah. okay. everybody clearly is. Or now we know what to do if those in those four specific sin scenarios. Do we though? Because I don't. But <laughs> it was I guess... very clear. I think maybe after we're done, you should go back and read this chapter again and make sure you you've got it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> this is important you do stuff. That? Well, but it's okay. kind of like it's like tax code, right? It's like maybe the lay person is not supposed to understand it, but I believe me, the priests will know exactly how much you owe them. Right. So yeah. <laughs> I hope so. You kind of got to leave it in their hands, I suppose. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's that's great. <laughs> sure. I did right. also just remember as we were finishing that fifth chapter of this book so far that all of this is like God peeking his head out of the tent being like, "Hey, hey bro, <laughs> right. don't come in here, but like, Moses, don't come in here. <laughs> right. Don't even think about it." I had some thoughts <laughs> while I was in the shower and I want to be sure you yes. get this. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> and I feel bad because Moses is always like thinking, uh, he's always having to like kind of write down God's notes and be his yes. note taker and then like tell it to the rest of the community. Yeah. And it's like what Moses a, is just trying to find job. a moment. He's trying to find a Ugh. moment to slip a word in edgewise where he can be like, uh, um, uh, I have something in the oven. I was actually on my way to the kitchen to, and like, I think it's going to start burning soon, but like he doesn't want to interrupt Yahweh. And so poor Moses is just like, oh gosh, I'm going to burn down the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, here yep. we are. <clears throat> All right. All right. So Leviticus, Leviticus chapter six. six. Yeah. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, If anyone sins and commits a trespass against Yahweh and deals falsely with his neighbor in a matter of deposit or of bargain or of robbery or has oppressed his neighbor. That's a a wide range to go in one category. Oh, this list keeps going. This is a very wide ranging list. Or, Or has found that which was lost and dealt falsely therein and swearing to a lie. What? Uh, what? Swearing to a lie. Okay, I swear on. that this thing let's, is true, even though it's a lie. Right. Let's just parse this really, real quick here. Okay, dealing falsely with a neighbor in the matter of a deposit. So, uh, you're renting a tent to a neighbor, and they give you a deposit, and you really try to screw them over on giving the deposit back because you don't want to get the deposit back. Um, okay. Or oh, yeah, bargain. our old landlord would definitely be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. I was about to say that. I was like, oh, we we know what that. Or a line bargain, line. or a robber, or like you gave him a bad trade, or you stole something from him. You like you're being a shady, sh- doing shady deals, like trying you're being to... a shady neighbor. Okay, yeah, he's found mm-hmm. that he's found that which was lost and dealt falsely there and swearing to a lie. So he found something that was lost, but maybe like kept it for himself. Yeah, and dealt- lied and pretended like, nah, I've had this sheep all along. <laughs> Don't yeah. you believe me? Exactly. Okay. And that would be, yeah. Uh, what else could dealt falsely therein and swearing to a lie mean? Obviously. Okay. <laughs> so just if else. You're, you're being shady to your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. In, in, any all, of, yeah. of, in any of all these things that a man does, sinning therein, then it shall be, if he has sinned and is guilty, he shall restore that which he took by robbery or the thing which he has gotten by oppression or the deposit which was committed to him, or the lost thing which he found, or anything, (laughs) or anything about which he has sworn falsely. He shall restore... I mean, this sounds like a pretty good biblical basis for reparations, if you ask me, (laughs) but I don't think a lot of white Christians are going to be too happy to think about that one. Mm. I digress. Mm. This is not, I promise you, this is not going to be drunk commentary. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you need a drink political. Glory. <laughs> I think you need to drink more, maybe. Okay. You, maybe you're a little too alert. I think right that now. might make it worse. Yeah. All I'm saying is that, it, you know, everyone needs to have like basically a checklist and like go down and be like, okay, did I do this? Did I do this? Did I do this? Oh, no. Yes. Okay. And just to make sure that they have, I, I and that they know that everything is going to be okay or not. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So he shall restore it even in full. And shall add a fifth part more to it. To him to whom it belongs. Well, that's challenging sh- if it's an animal. Uh, yeah, you'd, I'm sure you'd estimate the value of a fifth of whatever animal it was and just oh, probably pay and it in cash. Hand them, 
hand them a shekel or two. Or you could like just be like, here's a Give them a turtle dug. Yeah. Turtle. Give them a turtle dove. Turtle dove. Here's the head of my turtle dove. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, right. So to him whom it belongs, he shall give it in the in the day of his being found guilty. So like as soon as he real like as soon as they found that he was guilty of this thing right away, mm-hmm. he's got to pay back this thing plus 20%. Okay. He shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh. Oh, so in addition, he shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh, a ram without blemish from the flock, according to your estimation, for a trespass offering to the priest. The priest shall make atonement for him before Yahweh, and he will be forgiven concerning whatever he does to become guilty. Okay, so we're all back to, you know, back to neutral. <laughs> Yahweh, yeah. Yeah. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. The burnt offering shall be on the hearth on the altar all night until the morning, and the fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it. Wow, so someone's got to stay up and keep it And keep it Yeah, going. like keep kindling the fire. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. The priest shall put on his linen garment, and, she, and he shall put on his linen breeches upon his body. Okay, so he's also, he is going to wear pants as well. <laughs> yes, linen Yahweh's ones. reminding him. Specifically. Yes, the yeah. linen ones. He shall remove the ashes from where the fire has consumed the burnt offering on the altar, and he shall put them beside the altar. Put the ashes beside the altar. Mm -hmm. He shall take off his garments and put on other (laughs) garments. (laughs) Like not priestly garments or just some clean priestly garments or some grubby priestly garments. It doesn't say. His personal garments. Use your imagination. It says he should take off his garments and put on other garments and carry the ashes outside the camp to a clean place. So maybe it's like put on your like dirty work clothes. To I do this. see to carry these ashes mm. around because mm, okay. your because your linen clothes would get you know real. But he's still real he's wearing the linen up. clothes to move them to next to the altar though. Yeah, but I imagine you can just kind of scrape those off the side, right? Just kind of use like a little dustbuster, like a little you know hand broom, just kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, totally. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it; it shall not go out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning, and he shall lay the burnt offering in order upon it, and shall burn on it the fat of the peace offerings. Mm. Fire shall be kept burning on the altar continually. It shall not go out. I cannot make this clear enough. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? I mean, I know that as human beings, like, we love the symbolism of a fire or a flame that never goes out. But, like, do you think there was a functional reason for this other than... I don't think it's it's functional at all. It just well, is like it's all. It also takes time, and it takes a person to actually be sitting there and doing the work of keeping the fire alive. Is that they realize that ultimately it's just more efficient time wise to keep a fire continually burning instead of having to restart a fire mm. each time to burn an animal or an offering. I don't know because we already established that the lamp in there has to keep burning twenty four seven all the oh, time. Yeah. So. We've already established that. This is just like, oh, yeah, and this too. This this also okay, needs this to. this too. All right. This one <laughs> yeah. too. All the fire. Love it. Maybe it's for like consistency. It's like, okay, you know, yeah, I true. realize there's this fire on the lamp that's always going. Let's let's have it all yeah. match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the law of the meal offering. The sons of Aaron shall offer it before Yahweh, before the altar. He shall take from there his handful. He shall. He shall. Who's that? He, I like guess, the sons Aaron of Aaron, or yeah. or the sons of Aaron. Yes, all any of those sons. It's the, the collective he of the sons of yeah. Aaron. Got it. Yeah, it's like the the opposite of the royal we. It's the, yeah, the royal yeah, singular. Yeah. Okay, the collective yes. he. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Easy. He shall take from there his handful of the fine flour of the meal offering and of its oil and all the frankincense which is on the meal offering, and shall burn it on the altar. For a sweet savor as its memorial to Yahweh. Mm. That which is left of it. Sweet savor. That which is left of it, Aaron and his sons shall eat. It shall be eaten without yeast in a holy place. They hate yeast, man. They just love eating in holy places. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. well, they they shall eat it in the court of the tent of meeting. So, right. He went on to clarify. Okay. Right there. It. (laughs) 
It shall not Again. be baked with yeast. <laughs> How Just dare you? Heavens. Really? It shall not be baked with yeast, please. Listen, okay. I want you to keep reading, but I'm about to Google why does God hate yeast? Okay. I'm I think curious. that should be part of the bonus episode. And maybe that'll be the bonus content yeah. is getting to this this the you know, the mysteries of the bottom of this yeast obsession. The long running rivalry between Yahweh and yeast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Uh, it shall not be baked with yeast. I have given it as their portion of my offerings made by fire. It is most holy as the sin offering and as the trespass offering. Every male among the children of Aaron shall eat of it as their portion forever throughout your generations from the offerings of Yahweh made by fire. Whoever touches them shall be holy. Hmm. No. Oh. Oh. Okay. That okay. touches... The dudes touches Aaron's Aaron's dudes Aaron's boys. Oh, I, then they're ho- holy. Oh, interesting. Or, I, I read it as touches the the leftovers from the, the meal offer. Yeah, exactly. The yeast that probably not makes the more yeast. sense. No yeast. Not the, the, the not yeast. The, the, yeast. the, the lack of yeast. I thought God the made lack this very yeast. clear. You yeah, cannot sorry. touch a lack of yeast. No. <laughs> <laughs> the peace offering or whatever the heck it is. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. Okay. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying. This is the offering of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer to Yahweh in the day when he is anointed. The tenth part of an ephah of fine flour for a meal offering perpetually. Half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening. Okay, so this is every single day the priests have to offer this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It shall be made with oil in a baking pan. When it is soaked, you shall bring it in. You shall offer the meal offering in baked pieces for a sweet savor to Yahweh. Mm. Mm. I mean, the idea of just like some oily flour baked up sounds really boring, but oh, they probably sounds, loved it. Sounds kind of good. I mean, like like some crackers. I don't know. It's I mean, just it's so a, plain. Isn't this basically? Didn't we just describe a waffle or a pancake? Well, isn't that really just like flour and oil? <laughs> more water there's water involved sure there's probably other water things. involved i don't know okay <laughs> and your non-vegan versions there's probably eggs and stuff yeah that's probably true yeah there's not mm. eggs and pancakes and there's not eggs in in this i don't know the heck this i don't know i wouldn't know is. i do think there are eggs in waffles though i think that's yeah, one of that the differences sounds right. yeah yeah okay God. Not only do we know nothing about the Bible, we also know nothing about baking, apparently. <laughs> apparently yeah, that's, a, that's an entity and enigma of its own. Yeah. All right. Maybe God will explain that to us in a bit. Probably. Most likely. He'll explain it to Moses, and then Moses will have to, right. in turn, explain it to everyone else. The anointed priest that will be in his place from among his sons shall offer it by a statute forever. It shall be wholly burnt to Yahweh. Okay, got it. Which they shall offer to Yahweh in the day when he is anointed. It almost seems to me, though, that it's not... Yeah, maybe it is every day. I it's don't not know. every... I don't know. I'm sure just to be safe, they'll probably offer something every day. Yeah. That, that seems, seems like good. that would be a good baseline of if no one's sinning and sacrificing, you need to give me at least some pancakes every yeah. single day. Yeah. <laughs> so every, every meal offering of a priest shall be wholly burned. It shall not be eaten. So just to be clear, you don't get to offer it and then still eat it. Come on. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his son, saying, This is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is killed, the sin offering shall be killed before Yahweh. It is most holy. So you got to kill it there. Don't kill it ahead of time and then bring it. And then bring it in. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. The priest who offers it for sin shall eat it. It shall be eaten in a holy place in the court of the tent of meeting. Whatever shall touch its flesh shall be holy. When there is any of its blood sprinkled on a garment, you shall wash that on which it was sprinkled in a holy place. Like Like wash off the blood? Wait, this is going to get even more nuts. Just stick with me for a second, then we'll try to make sense of this. Okay. So when any of its blood is sprinkled on a garment, you shall wash that on which it was sprinkled in a holy place. Okay. So you got to do laundry in a holy place. But if it's, oh dear. But 
the earthen vessel in which it is boiled shall be broken. And if it is boiled in a brazen vessel, it shall be scoured and rinsed with water. Every male among the priests shall eat of it. It is most holy. Hold on, let me finish. No sin offering of which any of the blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place shall be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. Okay. So anything that hasn't been totally drained of blood... Okay, so Ugh, if any man. blood gets on any garments, you have to wash them in... Out, out, damn spot. Yeah, yeah. you have to out, out, damn spot it in the court of the tent of meeting, but the vessel that you use to wash it with either needs to be destroyed or it needs to be cleaned real good. Mm-hmm. Is that, I mean, I, that seems like that's functional, of like just dealing with animal blood. Yeah, right? like it's yeah. a hygienic yeah. thing. Don't yeah. hurt... It's- yourselves yeah yeah, yeah exactly don't but give yourself salmonella or something if you, if you washed a bloody garment in this pot don't use it to store your grain because it's not going to be good right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. okay that makes sense yeah and then no sin offering of which any of the blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place shall be eaten so anything <sighs> that you brought into the so, tent that still had blood in it don't eat that <sighs> just burn that but but this but this is saying that the priests the priest eats it though but i sorry i'm really confused now and i really i i initially thought that the priests were running a grift of just like extorting free food from everyone but now i'm kind of like if you understand this stuff and i don't have to then I think that's worth it. It really is <laughs> yeah. like tax code, where it's like, that's I'm really happy to point. pay my accountant to understand stuff so that I don't have to. Well, and I was wondering, like, does Moses hold a town hall meeting for every single person, and they all have to take, like, really, really detailed notes on all of the things that you always said? Or is it just Moses being the ear mouth, ear mouthpiece? <laughs> ear, yeah. Mouthpiece for God. And saying all these things just to the priests, and then the priests up- uphold this law. It seems yeah. like the common people need to know it too, though. Yes, but I'm willing to bet it's probably something where it's like he can convey this to the priests, maybe some of the judges, and then when stuff goes down, like I catch my neighbor stealing something from me, or and someone's like, ooh, ooh, I find, oh shoot, I guy. accidentally touched this dead tortoise in the desert. Oh, um, no. right. I probably go to a priest and I'm like, hey, this happened. What do we do? And then the priest knows this is what you're going to do. You're going to go bring me two turtle doves. You're going to go get a pancake. You're going to bring it here. You're going to have put not put yeast in it. And I'm going to do my whole song and dance of like knowing which parts of the birds to to, um, you know, to deform and to to break and then which parts to burn and where to sprinkle the blood. And then I'm going to go three Hail Marys. And then I'm going to say, okay, you're forgiven. Is that a Catholic thing? <laughs> also, it, well, it not until way later point. in the New Testament. <laughs> but you get my point, is uh-huh. that it's, yeah. you know, it's the priest's responsibility to act like the doctor, almost in this case, of just like, here, take two and call me in the morning. But in this case, it's like, bring me two turtle doves and I'm going to kill them in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Here's how we'll make things right with Yahweh. Leviticus chapter 7. This is the law of the trespass offering. It is most holy. Mm. Like, Pretty much everything else, yeah. as yeah. you may Most be catching on here. Holy. In the place where they kill the burnt offering, he shall kill the trespass offering, and its blood he shall sprinkle on the altar round about. He shall offer all of its fat, the fat tail, ooh, like from the fat-tailed sheep. Yep. I still fat- don't understand these tails that are fat, because that's definitely not what I think of when I think of a tail of anything. What do you think of when you think of a tail of anything? That it's like sinewy and kind of, uh, I don't know, like a cat tail. Yeah, yeah but, you're thinking of like but, a cat but, tail. Think like a little sheepy were, tail. You know, it's like a little these, nubbin. Yeah, it's a little uh, nubbin. Yeah, like a little, uh, like a corgi tail. Yeah. Oh. Does that make you feel better about them butchering it? <laughs> no, no, yeah. it doesn't. Well, but think about it. These are like desert animals, like camels. You know, the humps on camels are essentially fat. It's their fat yeah. reserves. So yeah. that they can get through harsh deserty times. And I think it's the same probably with these sheep that it's like, they have these fat deposits that they've been bred to just hang on to so that they're very fatty and can deal with famine conditions. Sure. And deal with us harvesting fat off of their asses, I guess. I don't know. Okay. He shall offer all of its fat, the fat tail and the fat that covers the innards and the two kidneys and the fat that is on them, which is by the loins 
Oh, the cover on the liver. Oh, this we're back to back this. Again. I love this. Gosh. No, cover. it's gross. Okay. Ew. With the kidneys shall he take away, and the priest shall burn them on the altar for an offering made by fire to Yahweh. It is a trespass offering. Every male among the priests may eat of it. Okay, here's my question. Like, mm-hmm. what are the ladies of the tribe of Levi eating? Don't care. Nobody what cares. A- <laughs> Nobody cares, clearly. That's a good... Yeah. You're right. It is weird that it's so specific. Yeah. That it's... Yeah. Huh. Is it just like, you just got to deal with the manna and maybe the occasional, like, waffle crumbs and then... I mean, the patriarchy is it? alive and well is all that I'm saying. Oh, it really is. Yeah. Okay. No wonder, like, that this is a thing that's been mm-hmm. perpetuated for thousands and thousands of years, because mm-hmm. in the Bible, like, nobody gives a shit about the ladies. Yes, that's true. Yeah. All right. All right. Every male among the priests may eat of it. It shall be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy, in case you forgot. As is the sin offering, so is the trespass offering. There is one law for them. Okay, so it's the same. It's, okay. Uh, the, the priest who makes atonement with them, he shall have it. The I'm assuming who, that says the. Yeah, I think it's the, but it's ugh. just transliterated incorrectly. Okay. Yeah. The priest who offers any man's burnt offering, even the priest shall have for himself the skin of the burnt offering which he has offered. So, yeah. Okay. Every meal offering that is baked in the oven and all that is dressed in the frying pan and on the baking pan shall be the priests who offers it. Okay, these are so like are... stone, or these are like clay ovens or something. Yeah. It's yes. not like they're getting it dressed for, uh, dressing a turkey for yeah, Thanksgiving not, or something. No, no. I assume dressing means like, you know, sprinkling it with the frankincense and the oil and, and uh, the not yeast and all those things. Yeah, um, I guess so, yeah. Every mm-hmm. meal offering mixed with oil or dry belongs to all the sons of Aaron, one as well as another. Okay, so this seems to me that maybe there are some disputes among the priests about who gets to eat what. And everyone's like, all of you get to eat it. He's Calm like, it down. It belongs to all of you. Whoever it is who offered it up, he's the one who gets to eat it. And yeah. that's just the way that we're going to do it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which one shall offer to Yahweh. If he offers it for a thanksgiving, oh. then he shall offer with the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mixed with oil and unleavened wafers anointed with oil and cakes mixed with oil. Does that imply both unleavened and leavened cakes? Uh, oh. I, oh, I, uh, oh. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Don't We shouldn't oh, talk about... Oh, 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 oh here on. it is. Yeah. With cakes of leavened bread, he shall offer his offering with the sacrifice of his peace offerings for Thanksgiving. So it's like if you're bringing a sacrifice oh. that's like positive, it's not to atone for some kind of sin, then the leavening is okay. Then it's like a party. And then like... God's like, whatever, I don't care about my gluten intolerance. We'll have some yeast. What? We'll what? kick I'm, back. What? I just, what I, I never freaking? thought I would hear leavened bread spoken of in the Bible, <laughs> except in a condemning in any way. kind of I'm, positive way. <laughs> like, my mind is being blown right now. Oh, well, man. there we are. So well, peace, first wait. time for everything. So peace offerings, it's like a whole different deal. Because mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. thing, and so it's like, yeah, man, leavened bread, go for it, go nuts, have that fluffy God. bread. <laughs> What's gonna happen next? <laughs> I don't know. Instead of beheading two turtle doves, we're like, we're gonna make little clothes for them and dress them up. It's, it's like all opposite <gasps> yes! for the peace offering. Oh my gosh, oh, yeah. yes! And then oh, we kill them after they're dressed it. up. In no, Dedeker, jeez. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Okay. okay, of it, he shall offer one out of each offering for a heave offering yes, to Yahweh. Heave oh, offering. It's back. Our very favorite heave offering. It shall be the priests who sprinkles the blood of the peace offerings. The flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offerings for Thanksgiving shall be eaten on the day of his offering. He shall not leave any of it until the morning. Mm. But if the sacrifice of his offering is a vow or a free will offering... It shall be eaten on the day that he offers his sacrifice, and on the next day what remains of it shall be eaten. Okay, the rules are just all fast and loose here. I think they really, like, need to take these really detailed notes and, like, try to get it right, but they probably get it wrong still sometimes, and then they have to do another offering because they got it wrong, (laughs) and it's just, like, a convoluted Uh, cycle. Oh, but wait, okay, but what remains of the flesh of the sacrifice on the third day shall be burned with fire. So I thought for sure up to this point, all of Yahweh saying, you know, you have to eat it on the same day, don't leave it to the next morning. I thought that was also a functional sanitary thing of like, if you leave it out, it's going to go bad, it's going to spoil, you're going to get sick. 
But now with this, where he's like, yeah, it's okay. You can you can eat it for two days, but on the third day, then it's probably going to go off then and you should burn it. Yeah. Now that's, that's just baffling to me. Okay. If any of the flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offerings is eaten on the third day, it will not be accepted. Neither shall it be imputed to him who offers it. You got to look that one up, Jace. <laughs> imputed? <laughs> Imputed. Imputed. What, what verse I number is this? I want to see some translation. Eighteen. Is, yeah. Eighteen. Okay, I'll look it up. Keep reading. Imputed. I just <laughs> wonder. Okay. That's not an SAT word, Dedeker. It's not that I remember, but it's been a long time since I had to take any kind of SAT. Um, <laughs> the flesh that there touches are so many different kinds. <laughs> the, the flesh that touches any unclean thing shall not be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. As for the flesh, everyone who is clean may eat it. But the soul who eats of the flesh of the sacrifice of peace offerings that belongs to Yahweh, having his uncleanness on him, that soul shall be cut off from his people. Oh, this is getting more serious. So it's like if you eat of a sacrifice, but you are unclean, then we're get we're rid exiling of him. you. Get out of here. Oh, what did you find out about imputed, Jace? Okay, so imputed is used to refer to a value. And it means that that mm-hmm. value is assigned to something by inference from the value of the products or processes to which it contributes. It's like huh. still confusing. Um, okay. To, yeah. to, impute, to impute means to represent as being done, caused, or possessed by someone. Okay. Oh, so I think it's... Okay. I, it's like I the, understand. The forgiveness of sins doesn't get transferred onto It doesn't onto transfer that to person. the person who brought it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's just... It doesn't... It will not be accepted. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, when anyone touches any unclean thing, the uncleanness of man or an unclean animal or, or any unclean abomination, and eats some of the flesh of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which belong to Yahweh, that soul shall be cut off from his people. Jeez. So that's where they're really driving home. You got to clean yourself. Yeah, and if you geez. touch any unclean thing, you got to atone yourself in some wow. way. And like specifically, if you're going to be dealing with these offerings. Yes, yes, you gotta be clean. Okay. I guess uh, to a certain level, that's also functional and makes sense that it's like if you've, you know, if you wiped your own ass with your hand and then you're here to like deal with these offerings, that's not healthy and not sanitary. And so now the priests would get poisoned and that's bad. When you have very harsh punishments to prevent you from doing that. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know, it's practical. Wash your hands. Okay. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, You shall eat no fat of ox or sheep or goat. The fat of that which dies of itself and the fat of that which is torn of animals may be used for any other service, but you shall in no way eat of it. For whoever eats the fat of the animal, of which men offer an offering made by fire to Yahweh, even the soul who eats it shall be cut off from his people. So no fat either? Is there some kind of functional thing for why we can't eat fat? Yeah, I don't know. This one's this one we kind of got into before of like, oh, why are they restricting fat eating? Uh-huh. But yeah, I don't know what it would be. Like, why? I don't know. Maybe that's something that we could Google. Okay, because it's see. gross and like, <laughs> yeah, gristly. Oh, but you Ugh. mean delicious? Like so delicious? No, and I and, like, don't. Dedeker, gross. Jace's favorite food is animal fat. Yeah, Just fats in general. It doesn't have to be from animals. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, where was I? Um, with his. Oh dear. Okay. So no fat eating. You shall not eat any blood, whether it is of bird or of animal, in any of your dwellings. Whoever it is who eats any blood, that soul shall be cut off from his people. Whoa. So no no blood sausage, no black pudding. Okay. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, He who offers the sacrifice of his peace offerings to Yahweh shall bring his offerings to Yahweh out of the sacrifice of his peace offerings. What? The actual <laughs> I, hell. I don't know. What? I just remember this? that there was duck blood in like a congealed little like cube that people ate a lot in China. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. But what is going on? Okay, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. With his own hands, he shall bring the offerings of Yahweh made by fire. He shall bring the fat with the breast. With the, the breast. That the breast. You know, ma- it's that all the fat. Breast, 
that the breast may be waved for a wave offering yes, before Yahweh. Yes, got wave wait. offerings in here, too. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you just going to, like, wave the breasts about? <laughs> yeah, you wave them before Yahweh. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, okay, so it's I like, know, this is like a free the nipple situation right now. I know that it is 100% not referring to like a human breast, but the I image of so just much. like, you know, <laughs> you're going to wave your party tit around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, your party tit. Uh, oh, oh, here we go. The priest shall burn the fat on the altar, but the breast shall be Aaron's and his son's. Wait, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm assuming they mean like a chicken breast, it's like because be it is the fattiest. Breast. And it it's has like be. the most meat on it, but wow, this is yeah. If if some little boys were not chuckling at this when they had to read it, then <laughs> nothing would make them chuckle. Forget little boys. The three of us are chuckling at this You're right, right now. Yeah, yeah, you know, here hey. we are. <laughs> the right thigh you shall give to the priest for a heave uh, offering out of the sacrifices of your peace offering. Does that mean they heave it? Does that mean like they grab the thigh and then they like just heave it across the room and they're like? There's your heave offering, God. <laughs> no, we kind of looked into this, and it's more like uh, just sort of heaving it upward toward God. Like lifting it. Like not like actually throwing it, it, but just kind of lifting yeah. it up. Yeah. Heave. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. Okay. For the waved breast and the heaved thigh, I have taken from the children of Israel out of the sacrifices of their peace offerings, and I've given them to Aaron the priest and to his sons as their portion forever from the children of Israel. Definitely the waved breast. That's yeah. going to be the name of my shop where I sell like... It's like a very punk band, the oh, waved so? breast. I was thinking I more know. of like some cute... Hippy dippy lingerie, maybe. The oh, waved breast. Waved breast is, and the heaved thigh. Yeah. I, the waved breast and the heaved thigh is a good boutique name. That's pretty good. That's really That's pretty good. good. Wow. Okay. This is the anointing portion of Aaron and the anointing portion of his sons out of the offerings of Yahweh made by fire in the day when he presented them to minister to Yahweh in the priest's office. Oh, the sentence just keeps on going. Okay. Which yeah, Yahweh oh, yeah, commanded to be given them of the children of Israel in the day that he anointed them. It is their portion forever throughout their generations. This is the law of the burnt offering, of the meal offering, and of the sin offering, and of the trespass offering, and of the consecration, and of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which <laughs> Yahweh commanded Moses in Mount Sinai in the day that he commanded the children of Israel to offer their offerings to Yahweh in the wilderness of Sinai. Wow. He says in one long breath. Wow. Yeah. Do you think Moses can finally go to the kitchen to like take his spanakopita out of the oven? I'm pretty sure the entire house is aflame at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the the problem is that the this sentence I don't think has ended. I mean, the sentence is ended, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he's going to continue going in the next chapter. So maybe just, like, all of Leviticus is just Moses, like, trying desperately to get out of this talk, but unfortunately, here we are. Uh, oh, we've all been there, right? Yes. With that, yes we all we have, have that one friend who just won't shut up. Oh, and my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Just... Every day with my roommate is just, like, oh, I try yeah, to walk we, to we the know. other room to, like, we grab know. a snack. We know very we well. Know. <laughs> no, like when I'm podcasting with you guys, like, I'll go to the room to get a snack, and, like, ten yeah, minutes I... later, I finally come back, and I'm like, sorry, like, I had to hear a whole story about which sacrifices <laughs> I needed to give for what. <laughs> it was He's a like, whole shebang. Way, Jace, uh, yeah. When you're wow. dealing with these people that I've decided are going to be the priests, like make sure that the waffles, like don't put any yeast in those waffles because let me tell you about yeast. And then yada, 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 Emily and I have been sitting here for 10 minutes. Yeah. And, yeah. And exactly. we're like, where did Jace go? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> yeah. I can hear him in the other room, or at least hear your roommate in the other room. All the time. Yeah. This, is, yeah. this is spoken with the utmost love for this person. <laughs> yes, BT course, Dabs to the listeners. We do love this person a lot, but, uh, you know, he's, he's got some is. Yahweh-like qualities about him. Yeah, there you go. Wow. I'm sure that that's <laughs> a big, huge compliment to him. So, yeah. Anyways. dominates the conversation sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, where do we think that this is going to go from here? Mm. I feel like that last sentence, though it was long, it felt like a little bit of a wrapping up of like. I, I agree. I'll believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, quite, I, on, quite I honestly. Think that, of course, there's going to be more Levitical law and probably more of this stuff of like, this is what you do in this situation and this is what animal you need in this situation. But it feels like that was kind of a little bit of a completion of this section, at least. Wait, are there like 
20 chapters of this? How many chapters? Are we are we like a third of the way through? Uh, I can Jace, check. What Let's you got? see here. Uh, Leviticus is 27. Uh, oh, okay. almost. All right. Almost. Almost. Yeah. Almost. So, you know, well, uh, but I, I agree. I agree with Dedeker. I think that we're done with these sacrifices and kind of the ways that they have to be done. I think we're going to move on to something else. My guess, you know, something fun, like don't mix uh, your your fabrics. Exactly. I, yeah. I hope we get to stuff like that soon. Um, but my guess for next is going to be stuff about commerce, uh, like making making deals. I think we'll kind of revisit some of the stuff about like if, you know, you're ox gets injured in a pit that someone else dug while they were renting the shovel from a third party like who's responsible for it that that kind of situation that, that's what my guess. animal do you have to kill to make atonement for that <laughs> right wow. right yeah well we're looking forward to talking with you about all of the Le- levitical law next week hopefully there won't be any thunderstorms but you know what god does what he wants clearly as we all know so <laughs> Whatever happens, happens, and we'll be here for it. And hopefully you will be too. See you then. Thank you for joining us for Bible Study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including bonus episodes, new series, guest interviews, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe, and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email at info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Dedeker Winston, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. The theme song for the Book of Leviticus is Jet Powered Vixen by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com 